who's been uh, in the schools for the past three decades, somebody who's been dealing with the students and the teachers day in, day out. We've been talking about the 21st century students now for the past 19 years. The 21st century learner today has left the school and is in college today. And we have not yet figured out as to what skills should the teachers have to deal with these 21st century uh, children. In order to deal with these children, it is very important that the teachers first have the skills of 21st century so that they can deal with these children. Whenever there is any individual who wants to become a teacher, there are three things very important. The attitude, the skills, and then the knowledge. And these three things are important in the same hierarchy. It is very important for a teacher to first have the right kind of an attitude. And when we talk about attitude of a teacher, the teacher should be open-minded. And when I say open-minded, I mean that the teacher should be able to accept the innovations from the children. The teacher should be able to allow the children to take a risk. The teacher should be able to allow the children to innovate in the class and to think in the class. Gone are the days when we would tell the children what to study, how much to study, what the assessment or the examination will look like, what do they wrote learn, come back and write in the papers, and then assess the children on what was taught in the classroom. If we will not allow our children to innovate and we will not allow our children to think, then we will never be able to create the job creators. We will always be creating job seekers in our country. So it is important that first the teacher who is actually leading a class of those 30, 35, 40, 100, 200 children she should be able to take a risk in her classroom. She should be able to take the answers that are most innovative from these children. Today, a teacher need not be a sage on the stage. A teacher has to be a guide by the side because all children are actually having overdose of information. Into, uh, they have the overdose of information. What is important in a classroom is that the children are able to sift and sort the information that they receive from, uh, from around them and they should be able to apply that knowledge that they have gained. If we do not give that skill to the, to the student in the classroom, then we are not creating the children for, this, for the future. So the attitude of the teacher is more is most important. Then the skills and the competencies that the these teachers require for the 21st century children. What is the competency that is required by a teacher? The teacher has to know the innovative ways of pedagogy. The teacher has to 
look at the diversity of the classroom. The teacher has to bring in collaboration into the classroom. The teacher has to bring in differentiation in the classroom. If these competencies are not available with the teacher, she will not be able to uh, deal with the diversity of the class. It's extremely important for the teacher to be able to understand the learner's profile in her class and be able to deal with the learner's profile. Every child is important in the class. The teacher does not have to deal with just the uh, cream of the class or does not have to deal just with the child who is struggling in the class. She has to look at the entire diversity. She has to be able to, um, to take the entire class with her. So the competencies, the new pedagogies are extremely important. And the last comes the knowledge of the teacher. Today again, like the knowledge is not a challenge for a child. The children are, uh, my earlier uh, speakers also said that, that the children have a lot of knowledge today. Now, whether we are able to give that platform to the child in the classroom to be able to share his reflections that he has so got from around him, if we are not able to give that platform to the child, the learning will not happen. So it's extremely important to have all three things, the attitudes, the skills, and the knowledge. And we call it the ask of a teacher. All three things are very, very important. We don't need sage on the stage. We need the guides on the side. When we become teachers, I think we take an oath that day that we've learned whatever we had to in life. Now we are going to teach the learners. Now the day we stop thinking like that, I think we become more empowered teachers because a teacher has to learn every day. We have to be active learners. We have to see whatever is happening around us and we have to bring that back into the classroom. Our classrooms should be more experiential in nature. Our classrooms have to be joyful. We have to get in joy of learning into the children. If the joy of learning is not there, the children will not feel happy coming to the school. And if the learning has to be made joyful, the teacher should be able to make connections with the real life into the classroom. The teacher should be able to take the children towards exploring the new things. If the child will explore new things, if the child will create something new in the classroom, if the child will be able to make connections, only then the joy of learning will come into the classroom. So when I say joyful learning, I do not mean having fun in the classroom. There's a difference between having fun in the classroom and having the joyful learning. A teacher might bring in a lot of experience into her classroom, but then if the learning outcomes are not achieved in that class, then the, the fun in the classroom also has no meaning. There's very interesting example of a chemistry teacher where she brought in, uh, where she was wanting to teach the uh, difference between the soluble and insoluble to the class. And she brought in all the material that was possible to the classroom 
and uh, uh, to teach the soluble insoluble. She also asked the children to get some salt, to get some sugar, and to get some water. And she made the children make nimbupani in the class and uh, explain the concept of soluble and insoluble. At the end of her class, she got to, um, uh, she got to hear from uh, the principal that the class was very good. The parents wrote emails and said, wow, what a wonderful class. The principal called her back into her office and said, what did you do with the class? You should also tell the other teachers as to how to take the class. She shared that, no, my class failed. The principal was aghast and said, why do you say that? Why did the class fail? The children are happy. The parents are happy. Why are you not happy? She says, because I did not achieve the learning outcome. When at the end of the class, I asked the children, what did you learn? They told me we learned how to make the nimbupani. They did not say that we learned the soluble and insoluble. So there is a difference between joyful learning and there is a difference between fun in the classrooms. So this is what the joyful learning is, making connections is. So we want the teachers who can bring in this joy, who can bring in this experience and also are um, enabled and empowered. A lot has been talked about technology. That is an integral part. It's here. If the teachers do not use technology, there will be a lot that the children will miss out on. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jyotiuji. Joyful learning is the essence of teacher 